Welcome to I the Show, the podcast where we talk about anything and everything. Any anything anything and everything. Welcome to I the Show. I the Show. Get well soon, Katie. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Being missed now. Our audience needs you. Yep. Um, since we're like on episode almost, I think it's 109 now. Yep. Uh, hi, I'm Randy. I'm Brady. I'm Scott. Yeah, we, we, we probably never, should do this. <laughs> we should probably do that more often. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we uh, never introduce ourselves. So you never know who we are and when we're talking. We are just the um, voice. We're just head. the voices in your head. While you work if you're wearing or drive. <laughs> Um, better than your boss. But if we're on speaker, uh, this is not suitable for work. So please yep. mute us now. Put your fucking headphones on. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh, so we were we're we're recording our this episode, and we were talking about Willy Wonka just now. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, and I think one of my favorite moments from, and we're talking about like the original one, not the remake with Johnny Depp. Is it Johnny Depp? Yeah. yeah. Um, which, by the way, is not bad because it's got. Uh, Christopher Lee in it, the the incomparable Christopher Lee as I hated it. But before you go, before we start diving in, oh yeah, pop open a boobly and join us for the boobly cooler. We might actually have to change that segment. Who, does anybody know what boobly is? Uh, I think so. <laughs> well, I mean, I thought about that. The we other could day. we could go super passionate. Is the Perrier cooler Perrier now? Cooler um, now. We could switch. By the way, that's not we couldn't me. Get that's a branding deal. Something something that I've never addressed. I think people think that's me doing the voice. That's Brady. That's, me. <laughs> that's Brady doing the voice uh, for the bubbly cooler, which yeah. I have not got to do any of the intros for that because Scott got to do Scott's thoughts. Yeah, do you mm-hmm. want one, Randy? Um, I think I'll, I think I might do one later, but it is not a today problem. Yeah. Actually, that, <laughs> that's, the, a, um, that's a future Brady Randy uh, communication issue. We, we haven't had time to actually get together and do like how. Yeah, we're, work we've been trying so hard to do Hopefully. our thing where we're supposed to every other weekend. We're supposed to get together to just do like bits, and we haven't been able to it's do hard, that. I'm looking forward to doing the Bilderberger one. That I'm so excited for that. Yeah. Um, we we you, missed our mark. Though. The Bilderberg meeting happened already, so I feel like. It rings a bell. Um, so we we have private channels on the Discord that you don't get to see. <laughs> um, one of them is called the Writer's Room, where we pitch ideas for uh, various for, skit content. For ten ninety nine donation, you can be a part of the Writer's Room, too. <laughs> I I really... Well, I could do that. I can't that. promise that. I, just I could do it, but... No, I, get our Patreon going? Yeah. yeah, I'd have to manually curate the people that come in, which, Don't man... Worry. I was just joking. You know what, though? For 11 bucks, I'll do that. Yeah, you want to see the dumb shit we write when that you can't see? Oh, man, that means we have to be more active. Let's not make that promise right now. <laughs> yeah, like, Let's wait a little I, while. If you, if you I thought about saying something, but... <laughs> yeah, it's like... We, we will busy, totally... Bro. It's a total... It's a total scam. Don't do it. Uh, anyways... It's better uh, than an NFT, I friend guess. Of, friend of the show, Jacob... Uh, posted a picture of a logo uh, because it was in honor of the 69th Bilderberg meeting, by the way. <laughs> nice. And th- that was part of it. Uh, he created a logo for a company called Bilderberger. That was uh, a play on like Build-A-Bear and like a burger restaurant. Yeah. So we, there's all kinds of jokes that we wanted to do with that. And because it may actually be a bit at some time in the future, we're not oh, it going will to be. There's yeah, something there to it. We're not going to get into it. Um I may or may not share the logo that he created because it is brilliant. <laughs> because it's it's a pyramid coming soon. Uh with the eye, but the pupil of the eye is a burger. <laughs> I love it. Uh, uh if you don't know what the Bilderberg group is, either this might not be the podcast for you or you should Google it because it's great. 
Um, yeah, we um, that, you're gonna go is, down some rabbit holes. That's not a bubbly cooler subject, but oh, so that's, is, we're not gonna go too deep. So in we're not gonna go yeah. too deep in that um, because I was going to talk I, about my most oh, recent movie going experience. Yeah, that's where we're going with this today. Today's a lighter episode. Yeah, last week was probably a little too heavy for you, and yeah. if we turned a bunch of people off, we apologize for that. But sometimes Plus we're, re- we're recording twice when, in a day, and I got it out of my system. Yeah, when we when we miss a week, uh, the rage builds up. It does, <laughs> and we. Yeah. We really do need to process our, uh, uh, what do you call it? What would you call it? Just our just, angst? Yeah. Angst, like yeah. the the hateful angst ridden energy of our youth comes out because our, of our when we grew others up. are tired of hearing it. So uh, I got to go. Or whoever see the, you rant to, Scott. <laughs> so I'm going to do, I went and saw the, the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which I'm going to do as little spoiler stuff in it as possible. Star-Lord dies. I'm no. just joking. <laughs> Not a real spoiler. Uh, th- funny thing about like that, though. Dick, though. So, funny thing about that. Uh, there's a bit that they use in the trailer where, like, Nebula's carrying him. Um, And they're like, nah, nah. And there's, a, there's an interview you can find with Chris Pratt and James Gunn where they're talking about the, uh, the legacy effect. Because mm. that's actually a prop. It's not... It's not actually uh, Chris Pratt. A body. Yeah. It's a thirty-pound life replica. Hell yeah! And it's a phys- It's like thirty-five pounds, but it looks hyper realistic. Coming to an Adam and Eve near you. And that's the <laughs> the joke was is that like it, <laughs> like Gun had it set up in his office, uh, to scare people. Oh. <laughs> so people would, and he said like, yeah, people would come in and scream, and Chris Pratt went, they'd what and they'd scream. Yeah, they come in and scream. <laughs> it's like they they what and they scream. It's it's like what do you say? Are are you saying oh, they, they would Brad come Brad. in and scream? Oh, because I was wondering why you had a life size like this. I need I need a picture of Quill sleeping, his mouth open. <laughs> Just, oh no! And like no, this was an actual interview. The interviewer is losing it. There's layers to that. <laughs> there are so many layers to it. I love it. Um, so your movie going experience. So right? my movie going experience. So one, um, I'm not going to any of the chain theaters anymore. Like right. I, I'm not going to AMC. Dead to me. Yeah, because AMC is like twenty bucks a ticket now. It's they're for boomers. Everybody knows. they're the only yeah. ones who can afford and, a soda at a fucking theater anymore. Yeah, there's there's two well, theaters who can justify spending the money on a soda. There, there a are two theaters that I would still go to in the area. Um, one is I think it's the old dinner in a movie place out at Quest. Okay, that's. Uh, I think it's called BB now. But they bring you like they'll bring you food and booze, and they have reclining chairs. Distracting though. No, it actually like they're very professional, quiet. They're just like, hey, here's your food, and then they leave. What What about the smell though? It's not. not, Does that not deter Uh, from or detract from the the food that they? What the times that I went where we got food, it was like fries and sliders. Yeah. So it was very some like the barbecue pulled pork slider was very messy. There was that joke, and I think it was Scary Movie Two or something. Where it's like, oh yeah, no, the, but that's like you're bringing in fish. <laughs> you have like now, the whole fucking they, smorgasbord, and you have, you're opening the foil, and they're like, shh, shut up. But the thing is, is that's not any more distracting than someone like trying to open the wrapper on like Sour Patch Kids. Yeah, you st- I'm surprised they haven't Which, made movie theater friendly wrappers yet. Well, that's the thing though, is that it's just snacks. Um. We got to do an ad for that. But the we have a local discount theater uh, in Hayden, which shout out to them, they're great because yeah, it's Hayden still, discount theater in Idaho. Uh, first uh, first run movies are even like 
the most expensive one is eight bucks, which is a reasonable price to pay. Straight up. Was that um, for the ticket? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good price for a ticket. Yeah. And then they actually have like uh, kettle corn, caramel corn, and regular popcorn. Mm-hmm. So that lobby smells amazing. Yeah. <laughs> they're um, a, uh, they're an ex- real quick. They're an example of a business that are that are actually like customer oriented and not anti consumer. Because what they do is they get all these local businesses and some you know some multi chain businesses to advertise yeah. in the theater instead of just preview movie previews. Yeah, there's actual advertisements for these businesses, not during the movie or anything, but they pass on like because they're getting so much money from that for advertising. They can make their tickets and snacks cheaper. Well, another thing that well, they're not them, paying licensing fees. That, well, that it's another part of it, but yeah. Well, I was going to say that another thing which that allows them to cut prices a bit more is so they don't allow credit cards. That's the other. No, thing. No, they do actually now. They do. Now, they used to. Know. Oh yeah, You're they used right. to. They used to be cash, cash only. only for a while. Um, but now they're using. Uh, their vendor actually has a very low overhead on their uh, electronic transfers now. Hell yeah! Because they have online sales now. They fixed it. Oh. You can buy your tickets ahead of time now, um, through They're directly through their better. Web- yeah, directly through Every their website. Every theater needs to figure this out, dude. Come on. <laughs> um, in addition to that, like the, the matinees thing. are six bucks, and then on Tuesdays it's just five dollars. Bro, speaking my language here. Yeah, five dollar movies on Tuesday. That's not a juju. <laughs> <laughs> I had to throw one in. Sorry. Oh man, it's been a while. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> apparently, like apparently I know, it, it upsets my wife something. I'm sorry, Karen. Yeah, if you hear this. And he's not being it's, facetious. My it's wife's, my bloodline. That, that's actually my wife's name. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. She's, this isn't a Karen joke. She's very, she's very personal about that. I, so I we. Am sorry. So <laughs> last night's movie going experience was one of those things where, like, I was chilling. I was having a great day. I was watching. I was watching my son. Let my wife have a little vacation, oh, yeah. you know, away from him. And uh, I went and I got her like lunch at Wendy's, and I'm just like, so I'm sitting nice. down. I'm playing uh, Ascension, uh, the. Classless World of Warcraft game, right? Because um, they just had a new league come out on Friday, so it's it is bugged glory. So I love enjoying like mm-hmm. watching the watching the devs actually in real time talk to people like where is it fucking up, and like just the chat exploding, <laughs> and they're like, okay, server's going down for a couple of minutes while we fix that, and then like ten yeah. minutes later, it's like, all right, how's it working now? I is it working they, good? See, because it's one server. We don't need to go too far into that realm because that's a that is a good model of actually testing your game. Yeah, <laughs> listening to people. Well, I actually but that's partici- a different episode. Uh, fun fun fact: I I participated in their stress test because they knew they were going live on Friday. Yeah. They're like, we need everybody to make a human. We need everybody to be here at this time. Everybody jump off the Great Lift. Like, yeah. just everybody run through the barrens. <laughs> only the devs of and Diablo just people 4 spamming chat to try to crash the server. Yeah. That's all they're trying to do is just try to crash stress the test, server because yeah. they're stress testing. Well, let's go into video games a different time. Yeah, that is a which, good topic. Which, which is which is time, kind of uh, also Scott's thoughts. We, we, may, we may roll into that later. That's a crossover almost. But let's get back into your so movie theater. So I was experience. I was enjoying you know my playtime and my wife comes yeah. down like hey so unpopular idea let's go see a movie and I'm like oh right. no that's a hard thing to do in 2023. But the thing if is you don't have a theater like we do. Yeah, right? but the thing is I'm bragging. That one, we mm-hmm. can't take my son to see Guardians 3 because, one, he's not going to sit through a two-and-a-half-hour movie. Oh, God, no. Because it's not Mario. <laughs> um, no, not, he's seen it twice. not pretty enough. Yeah. Wow. That's what's weird is that he actually liked the movie enough to sit through it twice. Holy shit. Which is part of my recent movie-going experience. My wife's seen it twice now. I've seen it once. My son has seen the movie more times than me. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, now it's available on digital, so 
I'm trying to find you ways to... You have to be to... very careful about talking about Mario, because I'm pretty sure Nintendo can sue us for saying the name at this point. Uh, they're lawyers. Andretti. Are fucking blood. Uh, we are talking guys. about the race car driver. Yes, yes, yes. Mario Andretti. Uh, Mario Lopez. Yeah. Mario. Any other Mario? Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Nintendo. Please don't sue us. We have no money. We're, we're talking about Bob Hoskins. We're not even monetized. Yeah, they're they're not going to care. Um, as long as we don't put it in the description, I think. We'll yeah, that's fine. good. Your point. You guys. Anyways, point. Uh, so <laughs> it's a sad world. She's like, I'm just going to call your mom and see if she'll you know take my son and. You know, stars in line, and my mom was able to babysit. Shout out. Uh, so I went, got uh, Pepe Cataldo, which is a local pizza place uh, that has the best business model ever, which is we're open at five and we close whenever. Whenever, we're, <laughs> whenever we want to be done making pizzas, we yeah. decide to close. <laughs> but we open at five because we have regular jobs. 6.30 comes around. All right, guys. We're tired. <laughs> yeah, but at five o'clock, if you call right at five o'clock, your pizza will be ready around six. Hell yeah. Because and it is and it's made with love. Yeah, we and only support pro consumer businesses. Here yeah, yeah. Show. They because they're just like yeah, you have your pizza. It's great. So I got the pizza at six. The movie starts at six fifty. So I come home, pound like half a pizza with my wife, <laughs> and then he lives like less than a mile from the theater. I'm pretty sure. Just so you, that's I I do live. Uh, no, it's actually two, but it's it's close fair, enough to where you can, it's very you can, it's very easy to get that window there. wasn't so difficult. Yeah, the window wasn't difficult. Uh, we get there, it's pouring down the rain. Oh yeah, just because oh, it was yeah. we had, a flash we had crazy thunderstorms that night, uh, which would I guess be at this point like a week ago. Yeah. Um, and as soon as we get to the theater, there's just this line of people, and I'm like, oh please, for the love of God, don't let them all be seeing the same movie. And <laughs> it because one. It's not that I'm agoraphobic, but I really don't like being around people. I don't like lines. <laughs> like, I feel you. No, like being in, like, I can cue, like being in a line is like waiting for something. I can deal with that. I'm already in a line to die on this planet. I, I mean, I don't need another <laughs> line within a line. Okay? I don't need line section it's, here. It's how crowded the theater is. Yeah. I like a theater to only be at most 25% full. Yeah. Because you're not sitting next to someone, you may have an entire row to yourself, and we Just get a in there. Experience. We get in there, and it's maybe sixty five percent full, and I'm just like, ah, oh, this sucks. Just a little too much. And so, you. but we find a nice place, you know, up towards the top, middle, got good view, can hear everything. I'm not going to have a shitty viewing experience. Okay. So my wife sits down, I sit down. And about a minute after I sit down, a dude comes and sits directly next to me and turns to me and says, hey, how you doing? Oh, And immediately I'm just like, oh, my God, no, this is my nightmare. And and I'm just just all the anxiety. I could feel every like every horror. And I'm like, I don't want to talk to this person. And I just turn to him like, sup? And because I'm still there's there's enough of me in there to just oh, be no. friendly, but I don't want to talk. Yeah. So I hate that. There's the reason why I don't like movie. Th- I like a movie theater to have enough people yeah. to make it feel like there's a crowd, so that you can feel like you're a part of it. Because that is the only aspect of going to the movie that is actually part of going to the movies yeah. is watching a film with other people. Right. Yeah, now, otherwise, like I could, I would love to have it at home, but there is an experience to going out to the theater. Yeah, there's you can't get that at home. There are two types of moviegoers, though. There are those people that just want to sit and watch the movie, and then there are those who wish to interact with the movie, which is referred <laughs> to. And I'm not trying to be 
culturally insensitive about this, but it's referred to as black theater. Okay, um, there's which a point is, there, though. Which is, uh, like, but there are certain movies that that's the experience you're going for. Like, when you go see Rocky Horror... Yeah, there's diff- there's movies there, for that. You are supposed to do stuff. It is an interactive movie. Yeah. <laughs> you are supposed to yell. You are supposed to interact. You're supposed to have onions or something. I don't know. Like, it is yeah. an interactive movie experience. A first-run Marvel movie is not an interactive experience. Right. With the exception of, like, maybe when Cap picked up the hammer. No, like, you can <laughs> well, there's cheer moments, for yeah, stuff. There's, more mo- oh, okay. there's moments they invoke that. There, there are but... moments when you're just supposed to cheer. You're supposed to laugh. Like, that's part of the movie-going experience. Yes. And... The actual invocation of emotions and the impulse to react. Yes. And so... And it's supposed to elicit, like, sobs at times like you're supposed right. to cry at parts of the movie because it's legitimately sad yeah, bro and like there are moments in guardians 3 where it is like horrifyingly sad for certain people mm-hmm. i'm not gonna say what this group of people is yeah because that'll be a spoiler don't do it because i'm not doing spoilers right now but god generally yes. damn it kills me at parts of this movie so the guy sat next to you so the guy sat next I'm to me. I'm chewing my fucking nails about it. Yeah, so he, the guy sits next to me, and I'm just sitting there just like, I'm not interacting. I'm just watching the previews. Like, everything's fine. And it was the... Now, I remember a group coming in that had pre-bought seven tickets. Oh, no. That were checking out just as we got in, because there's a prepaid line and a buying ticket line. Oh. And, like, they all came in at the same time. Class segregation. I see how it is. <laughs> We get in, so we get in there, and there's like a huge because, like, one, there's like three movies starting within 20 minutes. Like, it was like Little Mermaid, um, Guardians, and uh, I can't remember what the third movie was The Machine. No, uh, it was Fast X. Oh, god, Fast 10. Which, I wonder how that one's doing in the box office. By that, the time that is its own cinematic universe, and you have to watch them in order. To understand the power progression, there's an experience <laughs> to it though. It's not just because it, it it went from about like real problems in street racing to Dom catching cars. Yeah. So, but they're self aware now of but how it's ridiculous ten, that they've jumped the shark. A t- there's a ten <laughs> movie. There is a ten movie arc that happens there. Yeah. So you have to watch all of them, and they're self aware that it's ridiculous that yes. there's ten. Yes, they are the Sharknado effect. It is. Um, but anyway, we'll I don't think that. there's going to be eleven. I think they're stopping at 10. There's going to be spinoffs as to how it's going to Which work. is weird because I also was watching a movie with Vin Diesel in it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> he plays Groot. Yeah. Yeah. I always um, forget that. Because all he says is, <laughs> This is actually the Groot. most Vin Diesel, like, this was the most Vin Diesel Groot has sounded, by the <laughs> That's way. It's a weird sentence. It is, yes, it is a weird, like, sentence to say, but you could actually hear Vin Diesel when watching nice. the movie this time. Good shout out, Vin Diesel. Um, Good job, Vin Diesel. So yeah, that, that's not exactly a spoiler, but yeah, there's a there's a bit at the end where I'm like, man, I just want to take lines from Fast Ten now and dub them into Guardian scenes. Oh, that'd be cool because I think that would be hysterical. <laughs> well, you just gave TikTok the idea. So yeah, like, absolutely. Get on it, guys. So yeah, like internet, make it happen. Um, yeah, you got more time than we do. <laughs> so here's where it gets weird. Just before the movie starts, the guy gets up and leaves, and I'm like, oh, thank God. I'm going to have the seat, and then the rest of them show up, and they all start filing in, and I'm just like, okay, so who's going to, and it's this fucking 10-year-old that sits next to me, and I'm like, you know what? Yeah, it, for real. I'm like, oh my God, why? 
And then all of a sudden, I feel someone kicking the back of my chair. Oh. And I turn around. There's another one behind me. Oh. Like, And I can hear this group of like four people making commentary the whole movie. And it's just... <laughs> The whole movie, they're 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 just talking shit, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, stop god ruining guys. my movie for me. They and go, they go to that special level of the only time I have yes. to admit, <laughs> yes, I have to admit, he's in that. By the way, <laughs> Nathan Fillion, he is. Yes, nice. he has a brilliant cameo. Yeah. He has a, he has his own little part. He interacts. It is so good. I want him in more Marvel shit because he's so funny. <laughs> he does, yeah. It was so good. He's still a um, of nerd dumb, and I love it. Unfortunately, that part of the movie was completely unnecessary. Anyway. Oh. Yeah. The, I have to admit really quick, the only time I fuck her and talk and shit during the th- is the previews, and I think that there's a that's general level of leniency to that because so, it's previews. I saw previews for watching previews for the story. <laughs> I watched I watched pre I watched all the previews. Um I mean the previews are meant to get people talking. I've, I've specifically I mean. avoided certain movies because it's not necessarily for spoilers but just because I actually legitimately want to enjoy a movie going experience. But I saw the preview for Dial of Destiny yeah. which what Yeah, I get what you were what saying, the Indiana Jones movie. Oh yeah, which is <sighs> Which, I'm torn. I'm torn because I've watched somebody I, do a breakdown of the trailer and make predictions that it's going to be about like Atlantis and stuff. And I'm like, if they fucking write it well, it will be good regardless it, of the weird I, de-aging CGI and all that. The weirdest fucking part about it is that it's bringing back Nazis. That's where I draw <laughs> the line, though, because I'm like, unless you do some weird significant time travel shit and make it all convoluted and bullshit, okay. how are you going to do the Nazis? That's a staple of Indiana how many of the trailer, Jones. How many of the trailers have you seen, though? Just uh, the, you saw the, the tra- one original You saw the teaser. Trailer. Yeah. Okay. In the trailer, I saw the Nazis are trying to get the Dial of Destiny, yeah. which apparently allows you to rewrite history. And one of the lines is, oh, we're going to go back no. and fix the Fuhrer's mistakes. Oh, no. So that, <laughs> no, 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 no. yes, there will be a time travel aspect to it, I'm pretty sure. And I am not looking forward to it. I'm going to watch it. Oh, I, I watched Crystal <laughs> Skull. I have this to. can't be worse than that. No, I think it will be better than Crystal Skull. Although I'm, I'm, I'm pissed because I thought we were getting a Shia LaBeouf. Or LaBeouf I don't know how to pronounce his goddamn name right. Shia LaBeouf. Sorry, Shia. It's your fucking mom's fault or whatever. But, um. I uh, I, ju- I thought there was going to be a Shia LaBeouf like Indiana Jones world thing that they were going to do, and then they didn't do it. Now, maybe well, it was that's because he Shia, got because ca- yeah, he, he got canceled. His yeah. fucking controversy and all that. Because I was looking forward to that. I liked Shia LaBeouf up, and I I don't even care about his controversy because I didn't. I don't give a happen, shit about it either. I totally so that didn't happen. I'm sad. Was. Crystal Skull kind of just fucking sucked. Um, I saw the preview for The Flash, which apparently is just another Justice League movie. Yeah, because it's fucking Flashpoint. DC just needs to throw in the towel at uh, this point, dude. Just make TV. But series. Michael Keaton's in it, so I don't care. <laughs> I, DC's dead to me now. It's it's got Michael Keaton and like the Michael Keaton Batmobile. So okay, maybe yeah. that's cool. Maybe that's cool. So there's parts of me that are like, I could give a shit about Ezra Miller. Yeah. But if Michael Keaton's back as Batman, I'm and also fucking Affleck's in it. Okay. So because it's Flashpoint. I get it. Which means that Michael Keaton isn't playing Bruce Wayne. He's playing Thomas Wayne, uh, which is going to be hilarious. That's interesting. Well, I don't know. Um, DC should just throw the towel. I'm still do you not know about Flashpoint? No. Okay. So Flashpoint deals with the whole multiple dimensional things. And in one of the dimensions, um, instead of uh, Thomas and Martha Wayne getting gunned down in the alley, it's oh. just Bruce. 
and then uh, and Thomas then Wayne becomes Batman, Batman and, and uh, oh, Martha the- becomes the Joker, yeah. right? Because okay. she loses her mind because her son dies. See, that's how even in the comics, and Thomas boxed, like uses guns. Even in the comics, <laughs> they boxed themselves in so hardcore, even in the comic writing, that they have to do all that weird shit to make it entertaining. And then they're also introducing like uh, Marvel has its own problems, but DC sucks. Uh, with that kind of shit. Supergirl. Uh, what the fuck is her name? Wonder Woman? Clara. No, like Supergirl. Uh, Clark's niece from Krypton. Right. Uh, oh, I have no idea what her yeah, there's, his name is. I actually but. know a decent amount of like I'm, DC lore. I'm from, aware of her character, but I'm, I don't know what her name is. There's, yeah, it's it's like, I want to say it's like Kara. But yeah, it, it, that yeah. sounds like something. I don't know. So anyways, like all the previews I saw, I saw the preview for the new uh, Transformers movie. The Beast Wars one? Yeah. Uh, I'm excited for that because I loved that show as a kid. <laughs> Before Pokemon ruined TV. I loved Pokemon, don't get me wrong. But Beast Wars was the, the morning cartoon to, for everybody, dude. And then Pokemon came and ruined everything. To ruin it for you, it's set in 94. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, which predates... it. I don't like when they set shit in the past. Right. Yeah, it's um, rough because then they have to go out of their way to because then to they have to use uh, older yeah, cars. Uh, that's what uh, me. The young protagonist is interesting. I like him. Um, I believe though it was a. I don't know who he is. Oh. That's why I like him. Okay, good. Because it's not Mark Wahlberg or Shia LaBeouf or anybody like that. Yeah. And so I I didn't recognize him. It's so Mark I, Hamill effect. Yeah, I I like new actors. Um. And I hope that he does a really good job. Um, yeah. And what's interesting is that they brought Jazz back. Jazz. Okay, so. Yeah, he died it, in the first movie. Yes. <laughs> he was jazz? the black Transformer. They got like ripped in two. By he Megatron. got ripped. Oh, he yeah, was the only one that died. Yeah, that's right. The only one that died in the whole movie. That's right. Yeah, like he goes up because, against Megatron, and, and, and Megatron right. is like, "I don't want a piece of you. I want two. And he that's rips right. him in half. Like, holy shit! Like, yeah. and he's the one that dies. He's like, "Oh man, it's cool. I'm a robot. It's not like I'm actually dead." I'm sorry. Like the robot chicken parody of that is hysterical. I, I don't care about any of the criticism of those those, those Transformers movies because I was a fucking kid when they oh, came they're, out. They're and Michael Bay them. action flicks. I loved them as a kid. As an adult, yeah, I can rip them apart and critique them all I want. But I have the nostalgia factor. But yeah, I watched them when I was like eleven or whatever when they came out. When yeah, did they out? it's it's all good or there. Something. But like, so I loved them. I don't care if they're a big commercial for Sony. <laughs> That's very true. I really don't care. And Hasbro, they were great. Every time Hasbro? I hear, every time, Mattel. every time I hear Mattel. the uh, the Lincoln Park song now, <laughs> I, Optimus is oh, in my head talking. Yeah. So they new, did a good job. Is it New Divide? No, it was uh, the. I think New Divide was one of them. One of the, that might have been from the second one. I don't remember what the hell the song is called. Yeah, the, but we know I, the song. They they yeah. fuel they fuel your angst yeah. from that that age every, time. Every time. I I, I had aged Optimus a little bit of out of it because I think I was in my twenties by that point. Yeah, I was pretty. Um, I was pretty young when that came out. Still, six, maybe I was fifteen. Well, anyway, that's yeah. I yeah. digress. Yeah, it's all it's all good. I love Transformers. Um, no, I, I'm right with you with the Beast. I was super stoked for Beast Wars. Yeah, I loved like, the show back in the day. And if you haven't um, seen the old Beast Wars show, oh, you know the, that meme that's like, they they say there was CGI moon landing, but it's yeah. like CGI in 1996. That's a good example. <laughs> yeah, for real. 
Like <laughs> it doesn't hold up. At all. No, it's the moon landing was was faked, but you know Stanley Kubrick insisted on filming on location. Yeah, it, it's all <laughs> practical effects. The meme, the meme is wrong because it was practical effects, and Stanley Kubrick was the king of that back then. But we won't go. That's that. true. He said it's just not looking right. Can we film on location? Yeah, exactly. So yeah. they actually had to go to the moon and they filmed it there. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love that. You guys believe in the moon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, All right, that was I the show. You guys know how they, No, I'm just yeah. That was a great joke. Uh but yeah, like the the whole movie was was okay. It's it's like two and a half hours because so it's semi standard Marvel length now. Yeah. Um it had some weird like we gotta get to the plot like in the first ten minutes. And so there was very little. It is de- James Gunn. But the thing was, is that it was very little. Like, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. And I'm caught up, like on my Marvel shit. I've watched everything because it's probably setting up more Marvel shit that they haven't well, okay. happened yet, and they want to be able to come one to reference back. I'm going to take a moment. They've to talk done this about, before. I'm going to talk about the end of Phase Four, uh, which was Quantum Mania. Yeah, the Ant Man one. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what the quantum realm makes no sense because how the fuck are you breathing when the oxygen molecule is bigger than you? But we won't because well, yeah, it because it's quantum. That's what the suits for supposedly. Because <laughs> it's quantum. Have you not seen it? No, it gets fucking dumb. That's what I'm talking about. It gets about, so dude. fucking dumb. They lost me in the Ant Man, the Ant Man versus Wasp one, man. I was no, like, ah, but here's the thing: a little ridiculous. Quantum Mania is at least a semi fun movie. Yeah. At least they're having fun. There, there's a terrible TikTok filter in it for you, one of the villains. Oh. Um, and when you see it, you'll know what I'm fucking talking about. It it, it looks shitty. <laughs> it, I, it, it looks like a shitty TikTok Like filter. I said, when I'm like 90 and I finally have time to watch that phase of Marvel, I, I might see it. We'll see there's, it. There's, a, there's one... The, the takeaway line from that movie is... Like, the, one of the villains is like lying had the shit kicked out of him mm-hmm. he's lying there it's like what do i do and like uh they say to him like well try not being a dick <laughs> and he's lying yeah, there and, he, and he's lying there and he goes i don't know i think it's too late for me look how big of a dick i am <laughs> to which the follow-up line was dude it's never too late to stop being a dick isn't that the plot of Star Wars? Like that whole that exchange, not- that whole exchange is like is a boiled down version of what reality needs to be. It's also like a it's like a, that's the plot of Star Wars. The, yeah. the, 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 particularly the old yeah. trilogy Vader arc. Yeah. It, that was in wasn't it the end of Return of the Jedi? Yeah, you yeah. don't but have Luke, to- I'm such a dick. But it's okay, you could not be a dick. But, I've already, but I'm such a huge dick already. Yeah, Q well, you could, yeah but you could stop being a dick. <laughs> stop being a dick. <laughs> Sorry, I love it. Yeah, it. Uh, Everything so, is so meta now. <laughs> but I will sit through the fucking. I sit through the credits because I like to know. I like my shit. Right. I like my extra. I paid for the whole movie, kind of thing. Yeah. Um. The that, preview that at bucks, the end. Man. The preview at the end, though, was for fucking Loki season two. I'm torn. And that, I'm like, hey, they got Owen Wilson in a movie finally. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Oh, my God. Um, Wow. I can't wait to get that as a soundbite, by the way. The actual Owen Wilson. Wow. Wow. I have a lot of work to do, guys. My buttons are going to be lit. (laughs) Um, That one I can get. I'm not getting you the Pornhub mix. (laughs) I'm not getting you the rim shots. I'm for it at this point. 
<sighs> well, hey, but yeah, it's um, so I sat through the credits, obviously, it. of the Marvel movie. Uh, for to, for Guardians, it? isn't it expected? By because the way, that's one, ruined me. Every fucking movie I watch now, I have like, there's got to be an after credit scene, right? Because Marvel <laughs> did it. Now everybody's gonna do it because there was like one other movie that wasn't Marvel that did it because of Marvel. So like, I watched John Wick four recently, and I was like, I've, there's got to be an after credit scene, and of course there was. Yeah, I'm like oh, it paid off finally. The 19 movies I watched where there wasn't one, and I wasted my time. Hey, we got one. Yeah, the. <laughs> I anyway, I sit sorry, normally I sit through the credits just to sit through the credits because it usually clears people out of the theater, it clears people out of the parking yep. lot. Yeah, because yeah, the credit yeah. sequence is ten minutes. Yeah, right. Or at least five. Sometimes it's a banger song too. The, yeah, sometimes the music is really good too. Um, and the preview at the end was really interesting because of how the movie ended oh. because it was basically an extension of the end of the movie, but it brought something up and it was very very subtle. And I think it was also a preview for another fucking Marvel show of course. <laughs> that's coming, which is Secret Wars. Oh, and I'm actually stoked for that one. Can, is it possible to skip that in, the entire phase up until Because I'm just too much, man. Um, I can... I can I, it's Star so Wars' I can, fault, I can, by the so way. Here's, I blame Lucasfilm Okay, completely. so you saw, you saw Loki. Yeah. To round out phase four, um, it's the end of Loki. Okay. Okay, then, yeah, I can just skip the rest, right? Yeah, uh, and Guardians starts phase five. Because I want to watch Guardians, and I want to watch the Ant-Man. I want to watch all that. But, like, yeah, Star, Star you... Wars took all my time because I wanted to catch up on that extended universe that's now too long. Oh, man. It's and getting too it's much. Getting, Disney, it's getting... slow down a little bit, uh, okay? I made, a, I made a joke about... I know about, you have billions to burn, but I uh, don't have that much time. So... Dave Maybe you f- could pay your employees. Uh, I would. <laughs> I would like to. Yeah, there you go. You want to burn your billions? There you go. <laughs> I wanna. I wanna take a moment to <laughs> a to point out Dave Filoni, okay, who is one of the ultimate fanboys, yeah. who managed to get his self insert character and made her the core of all modern Star Wars. Everything is fucking about Ahsoka now. Oh, Ahsoka now. Yeah. Ahsoka they is had in, to get off of Anakin Ahsoka somehow. Ahsoka right? is in, every, and it's what did you do? It's like I made this character. Uh, she is uh, Anakin's Padawan. She's also fucking awesome, uh, who though. was never a, actually a Jedi. That's how she got past um, at Order sixty six. Yeah, yeah. uh, also, she's able to body stormtroopers uh, because she trained to do that. And so he's literally writing the fiction to assault nerds poking holes at his shit yeah because he's like i have the power to fucking fix your arguments now he's emperor palpatine now yes he fucking palpatine this shit because he can do that he's straight took over star wars he did did. it's it's his universe he is dictating everything that happens all the characters he created are what the fucking stories are about Ryan Johnson's literally lucky that Dave Filoni didn't slip. And so basically, Filoni is Lucas now. Yeah. He based it on Lucas's universe, but now it's all his fan fiction that's getting made. He's the chosen one. (laughs) That's what he did. And the thing is, is it does Musk of Star Wars. Here's here's the thing, though. It doesn't suck. No, that's the cool thing about it. That's the part that I love is that he's an actual fan. Isn't it meta to the Empire actually was the good guys theory? No. Okay. So it's It's meta to that because Dave Filoni isn't really the bad guy. here. So what the meta is, is that (laughs) nobody's the good guy. Exactly. Well, that is true. That's nobody is the good guy in any scenario. Nobody is 100 percent altruistic. It's just gray. It's, Everything's gray. And there's no good, there's no evil. There's it's the fact that they made a fucking it. kid show anyway. about like younglings yeah. 
prior to the collapse of the oh, empire. Yeah. <laughs> and he knew what he was doing. And I'm like, and he knew what a, he was doing. The memes that have come out of that is just like, oh. I'm going to be a great Jedi. Shit. And it just smash cuts to Anakin lighting up the saber. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, you really want to think about that again? That's a good, that's a good way to segue into because non-Disney content really quick. That's, but I'll yeah, let you finish your point. It, I don't know. Like, Here's the thing. We have we have moved to the point where there are too many streaming services. Yep. And there's so much content bloat. And thank God for the writer strike because one day it'll those, slow us down a bit. It'll slow it down. But the problem is, is that the last time we had one of these was the explosion of reality television. I know. And I don't like. Well, they have nowhere else to go now. Like there can't be more reality TV. But the so thing was, what's going to happen? They're going to go AI to TV. A- yes, that's, that's what they're. That, goddamn, they're, dude. Have because seen, I've read uh, some of the scripts. Have you seen uh, what is it? Dolly's work. Like it's not there yet, guys. Come on. I mean, it's it's leaps and bounds from where it was six months ago. But. Chat GPT can write a script in the yeah. style of this. The scripts are good, but can but they that, nail it? That's one of that's the thing though that the writers were fighting against is that they didn't want to do punch ups yeah. on AI written well, scripts. Well, the original writers and strike, they didn't want their work to be used to write AI scripts. The original writer's strike is what kept the writers from getting paid more, and that caused the reason why we only have remakes and reboots and sequels. Is yeah. Hollywood ready to actually make original content again? But that's another episode. Because that's I, a long discussion. Because I wanted to talk about some of the content I watched a little bit recently. Um, other than the movie Scott showed us last night, by the way. Yeah. Scott's pulling out these, like... Weird bangers. <laughs> it's got these Mormon movies that I would have never heard of, you know, because um, I'm not in, initiated into that um, world. So shout out to the singles. Warriors. That was an interesting time machine. Uh, just like that one with that, the what was the other one called again? Mobsters and Mobsters Mormons. And Mormons. Thank you. God, some, yeah. some of these are bangers, accidental bangers. Um, uh, singles order was definitely a bit more preachy, but it was also doesn't like, matter. The actual like it's to be expected. It was. It was more of a show on the actual like culture of Salt Lake City as opposed to the culture clash of yeah. mobsters and Mormons. I super recommend it. I wish we could have. I don't know how we're, how copyright works on this, but I want to have watch parties at least eventually. If for we the react man. to it, yeah. it changes the content of it. Okay, because, we'll, 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 and we'll that talk is, that over with as our long legal as team. it is considered transform. I've studied a lot on uh, Twitch and YouTube copyright. Awesome, because I know I'm in. Tr- I'm the video czar at this point. Yeah. yeah, so I have to know that. You notice I've come into the Discord lately, and I'm like, this is uh, not I the show. Randy's our legal team now. I'm I'm not a legal. I I cannot give legal advice, but I watch a lot of legal. Don't worry, ChatGPT passed things. the bar. We could just use. I, I will, that's our lawyer. <laughs> When's the lawyer strike gonna happen? Actually, oh God. the funniest thing go. I saw about that, a girl sued her parents for being conceived <laughs> because she did not consent to being born. One was what getting is a lawsuit anymore. One was getting $5,000 a month in a settlement for being born and her par- and she had it appealed. Oh my God. And her parents had it appealed. So she's like, now I got to go out and get a job. Aww. I didn't agree to this. Aww. And a job. Here's the thing. I can't tell if it's satire or not. It's not. Our reality is just to that point if, where it if seems that so is actually wonderful. where our reality is. <laughs> I am deathly afraid of the future. Um, and thank God one day I'll be dead and I won't have to worry about it anymore. Speaking of satire, satire. I have to shout out to the new show on Netflix, Fubar. It's the new Arnold Schwarzenegger fucking oh, yeah. banger. 
Okay. Oh well, my I have ne- god, this I have show Netflix is a again, masterpiece. So. I was skeptical when I saw the trailer when before it was out. I was like, oh, this is gonna be so fucking cheesy. Okay. No. No. It's so good. What, what kind of show is Arnold it? Arnold has never been more Arnold. Okay, it's hard to describe because it's everything. It's like uh, the everything bagel of TV try, right now. Try harder. Okay, <laughs> if it's, so, it's the show community. Give me the elevator pitch. You've got 20 seconds. It's a, it's an espionage show. Okay. But super parody satire, but not in like an over-the-top way. It's very subtle because it's making fun of the genre. Um, but it's like CIA, uh, but it's like if community... Was about the CIA. That's how I can describe it. Okay, so, it's kind so of, it's, there's a bit of office humor in there. So it's Dan there's Harmon bit, makes True Lies. It's kind of like that. Yeah, Dan Harmon there's, makes True Lies. Okay. There's all these like reference, like Arnie like references. It's amazing. Uh, but Schwarzenegger has never. I thought he peaked in the '90s. I thought his, he was done. Then he was the governor, and I was like, "There's no way he's returning to Hollywood." No, he came back fucking harder than ever, dude. And he leaned into his own tropes. But not oh, in a yeah. cheesy when you're a way. meme, you have to lean into it. But he didn't lean into him in a cheesy way. He leaned he doubled down and was like, I fuck you then. I'll do I'll be Arnie. And he's every <laughs> Just, he, character he, he's Thanos ever played. It's like, yeah. oh, fine, I'll do it myself. He's, he's every character <laughs> he's ever played in a in a in a loving way too. And so and he's he's never brought his Arnie energy so hard. And he's fucking like sixty five, dude, or something like. <laughs> oh, I yeah. love it. And not only that, it's got amazing writing. The well, comedy is fucking gold. Shout out to Fortune Famester, by the way, the the lead comedic role. Okay, um, she, she's a side character, but she's oh my god. Um, the show is great. Okay, there's wholesome moments. There's suspense. There's action. There's fucking torture scenes. Uh, allusion to torture scenes, but with Lewis Black. Okay. He, even he makes a game. It's, I fucking love this show, dude. I can't put it down. Okay. I actually wish I was at home watching it right now. <laughs> I'm two episodes away from the end of the season, and I needed season two yesterday. Like, I haven't even <laughs> finished the season yet. So I strongly recommend this show. It is like what the world needed at to escape th- from everything. So it's it's the Tiger King of its era? Yeah. I will say the plot because it's there's not the spoiler or anything. Like, this happens, like, early in episode one, and I'm pretty sure it's prefaced in the, in the, in the uh, synopsis. But it's like he's a CIA agent, undercover, about to retire. But then he has like one more mission they pull him into. And um turns out it's his daughter who he didn't know was in the CIA that they recruited. <laughs> so that's this this like it's got this parent uh dynamic comedy to it. It's got all of this okay. so many layers of comedy to this. I can't describe it in an actual good action comedy. Like it's fucking gold, you guys have to watch it. Uh, so we can discuss huh. it later as, like, you guys seen it, too. Okay. Yeah, um, I, can, I can check that out. I so, Netflix again. Because uh, I can't spoil too much because it's such a great show. You have to watch it. I can't put it down. The other show I couldn't put down is The Terminal List on Amazon. A very serious show. This is not a comedy. Okay. Um, this is one of the most suspenseful and thrilling shows I've ever seen. Chris Pratt needs fucking Oscars on Oscars for this. Okay. He was amazing in this role. He, you could tell he really fucking put in the work to, to become a believable... Navy SEAL to do this. And I've never seen a revenge plot without spoiling anything. I've never seen a revenge plot actually make me feel like I got the revenge as an audience member. Interesting. But then that was the middle of the show is when he got the revenge. And there's so much more after that. Interesting. Um, so you guys have to see it. It's fucking amazing. Uh, um, how do I describe this? The terminal list. It's a, uh, it hurts. Let's just put it that way. It's a painful show to watch, but in a good way. Okay. If I had to review I it. I think like I'll skip that, that one. 
<laughs> it's pretty heavy. I, it's not. A, it's not a light show, dude. There's a lot of emotions. It's very action packed, though. It's really cool. Um, the acting's fucking great. The writing's solid. It's based on uh, the novels by Jack Carr. Okay. Um, who's a really who is an actual Navy SEAL? Yeah, ex Navy SEAL. So there's actual like, like the, he was very adamant about being extremely accurate about what this character would really do in this situation where he's getting revenge for his family getting killed. Again, that's not a spoiler. It's in the fucking synopsis. Okay. Um, and then the other show I watched. I don't know why I'm watching such heavy shows other than Fubar, but like. Um, uh, Echo 3 on Apple is another good one. It's about this uh, wife who gets kidnapped in Colombia and the a, a ex-Special Forces brother and a uh, like deep state fucking um, military-industrial complex. Uh, the, the, her husband is like a deep state, a child of a deep state military-industrial complex company. It's sure. Very, it's very interesting, but they have to go rescue her, and there's a lot of cool dynamics to that show. Interesting. Um, and there's actually a lot of really good political points to be had because it commentates on uh, how we fucked up South America in the 60s. That, that's oh very true. Oh, my God. How about you, Scott? Um, what have so you been yeah. watching? Anyway, those are the I, shows I've been watching. I have been watching The Expanse. And, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Here. I've been really enjoying it. So I just finished season three. Um, so the biggest... One of the biggest things that, and I mentioned this in the Discord, but one of the biggest things I've liked about it is that it has a lot of actors that I recognize and some that, like, I didn't know I recognized. So, like, one of the one of the voice actors' voices in the Arcane series, and it's just like, oh, I totally recognize her voice now. And then, nice. then there's another guy who played, uh, like, the main, one of the main characters, he played in... Uh, really old movies of The Covenant and 10,000 BC. And I really yeah. like that. I haven't seen either. Yeah, I tried to watch 10,000 BC once. Um, it's very boring. And then, then the other kind of main character is uh, Thomas Jane, who played... So I mostly recognize them from Deep Blue Sea, you know, shark <laughs> movie. But Sorry, he was I also he was movie. also the original Punisher. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, before Tom Hardy. Yeah. Wait. No, no one's going to beat John Bernthal as the Punisher. Was it Tom Hardy? We won't get into that. Did he play the Punisher? I can't remember I who the other Punisher was. I don't know. Which Punisher, um, just for the audience, which year of Punisher? Because there was like a weird old 80s oh. or 70s one. Oh, no, it wasn't but that old. This was... They tried, but was there that, was... Was 90s? that the... You're talking the about the 90s, 2000s? 2000 early 2000s. Yeah. That was a great movie. Well, that yeah, was, it was a great one. John Travolta is the boss. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. my God. That was one of his best roles, by the way. <laughs> I don't know. I loved him as the villain in that movie. Um... So, yeah, and um, so other, like, other weird things about, like, action heroes, like, from the 80s getting their own, uh, Tulsa King. Tulsa King? What the fuck is that? Um, so, Sylvester Stallone oh, is a mobster, oh goes to jail, does time for, like, he, he basically, like, took a fall. Okay. And then when he gets out, they send him to Tulsa to run things. Nice. Oh yeah, the whole because um, that that was a real thing in the mafia. Yeah, where you'd take a fall for the you know so the, for to, the capos, so the large for the and he the was apparently yeah. like made. You'd get out and you'd be made. No, he was apparently made before he went in. Oh, and like they send him to Tulsa to run shit. Nice, and he's. It's it's I'll fucking, check it out. It's 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 very it sounds kind of like my. Kinda I movie. can't I remember know. what I, it's on Stallone's though. Weird though. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. I'll pirate. He's <clears throat> I mean what he's kind of a dick. But it's it's a very good role for him because it's basically like 
I'm a little older, but I can still beat the shit out of you. Oh, yeah. Uh, Non-spoiler, he's also in the new Guardians movie because he was in the last (laughs) Guardians movie. Good for him. I'm glad he's still acting. As, like, the leader of the Ravengers. So, yeah, he's still... Um, What what was the Expanse about, Scott? I was actually going to bring that up. So, the Expanse, the general gnosis or whatever, is basically... um, Earth created techno, uh, you know, advanced and colonized Mars. And in order to get more resources for both Earth and Mars, there's they kind of built Ceres, which is an basically a very large asteroid between Earth and Mars. Mm. And that became a hub point to like gather things and then get shipped off to Earth or Mars. Okay. Well, eventually Mars became its own thing. So now Earth and Mars are in this cold war with the all the people in the asteroid belt there which are who are called belters <laughs> just caught in the middle. Interesting. And huh. so that, that sounds cool. And so the uh so you have Earth and Mars basically vying for each other. Mars is trying to terraform and belters are just can't, you know caught in the middle having all kinds of like health issues because they're mostly growing up in low gravity environments. Mm, yeah. And this is on Amazon. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's a real thing when you think about like space. Sounds very faring civilizations. They will be different as far as like uh, physiologically because we were meant to live on Earth. We evolved on Earth. Yeah, they say that people born on Mars will actually be like eight feet tall. They couldn't come to Earth if you're yeah after a couple generations. uh, Yeah, if you were born on Mars, you won't be able to travel to Earth because the gravity would kill you. Unless they come up with new technology to survive on Earth like we have to to survive on Mars. It's very fascinating. So yeah, they do have various medicines and stuff that'll strengthen bone density and like Martians uh, train extensively in like 1G environments, but then they get to Earth for the first time and it's like, holy shit, what's going on? I I love (laughs) brainless space stuff like Star Wars where you don't actually have to think about the physics of it. I also really love when they put the homework in and go, okay, how would this Every planet somehow work? has a breathable atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I do love also like the very technical space movies where they actually put the homework in and they go, how, how would that actually work? Oh, yeah, like the, uh, like the space physics going yeah. on is mostly accurate, I would say. Like, uh, the inertia yeah. thing isn't, uh, the, like, the inertia isn't 100%, but, like, yeah, they, you the actual f- vacuum effect on the body is pretty yeah. uh, pretty accurate. You have to take some yeah, liberties as far as making a show work with it, too. But, there, yeah. There's a difference between science fiction and science fantasy. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> yes. for sure. Star Wars is science fantasy. Yeah. Yes, it for is. For sure. <laughs> um, I love it, though. Which... Um, uh, since I brought it up, oh boy. I've been watching uh, Clone Wars season eight and nine, uh, also known as the Bad Batch. Oh yeah, which is an- I can tell because Katie told me about the plot of your new game. Yeah, and I was like, oh, Randy's been watching Bad Batch. No, I had to watch <laughs> Bad Batch to write the new game. Yeah, um, and it's been very interesting to watch uh, Filoni's take on what happened, like immediately after like episode or Order sixty six. Because like the first episode is like this hour long thing where the how the clones react to it and then what starts to happen to them over time as they see what the Empire is doing and how they're reacting to it. It's and important it, context though because it hasn't um, been explored. Yeah, it's it's a time it's one of those time periods like uh like the Mandalorian where yeah. it's like we're we're six, seven years out from, you know, the defeat of the Empire. You know, we crushed the Death Star, but that didn't end the war. It just yep. was the death. It was the thing that turned the tide, essentially. Yeah, exactly. 
And like the Galactic Civil War only lasted like four years. The Clone Wars was only three. Like, yeah, it wasn't the, very long. No, but the falling action that happens afterwards is a lot of this like, we're part of an empire now. Yeah. You need to turn in your money. You need to get your chain code so that we know who you are. We need your ship to be registered so we know where it's been and where it's going. Like, That's what it's, I loved about Andor is them exploring a lot yeah, of that exploring too. exploring the, like, the aspects of it. And Andor is like in the the later stages where like the rebellion was born almost immediately at the birth of the empire. Yeah. Because separatists didn't go away. The army went away, but the separatists who wanted their freedom, that didn't change. Right. Which is weird. Uh, Have you seen season three of Mando? Yeah. So it's like Christopher Lloyd. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Which was that the was weird. A, that was the weirdest fucking cameo. But at I the same shit time, my pants because I was already get. I was trying to get over Lizzo, Lizzo and Jack, Jack Black, Black. And I'm like, oh, my that, God. That episode was <laughs> fucking weird. Lloyd comes in and I'm like, what the fuck? That was the weirdest episode. And ever, his, dude. but it was, he but played was that cool. shit so straight. It was straight. Time Noir. And it was also very like, but his it was character. very commentating on the Empire yeah, and its effects his, on the galaxy. And he's like, and it's all, all the same to me. It's very interesting. Like, this hyper libertarian viewpoint that never yeah. changed. Yeah. Like over all this time, it's like the Republic, the Empire, the New Republic, it's all the fucking same. Somebody like somebody very preachy directed that episode. Let's just Yeah, it, it was way. it was a very because uh, you haven't seen it, have you, Scott? No. It, it's it's really good. Um It is. It's interesting. Because they utilized just a lot of like interesting technology. They actually revolutionized how movies are made now because what they did was create this room of green screen. So now they don't have to film on location. No. You can film a location and then in a studio with Unreal Engine, which is now better than ever. Um, yeah. You Unreal can, 5 is They literally crazy. use Unreal Engine to make the show where you're just in a green screen room and they just have to build slight facsimiles of an object. That you're interacting with, and then Unreal does the Something rest. Something that you would act- hold in your hand. Yeah, yeah. It's basically it's, capture it's tech. Very interesting. Um, but it's it's making is, really cheap ways to make really cool CGI way better than it ever was. Which is hilarious because it's what they used in the first Avatar movie. Yeah, that's essentially, essentially that's what James Cameron did. Was he built like shout out James Cameron? Yeah, really. he built in like an aircraft hangar. Yeah, that was the, that Just was green screen. screen. And he had people basically ride horses through this airline, airplane hangar that had, like, motion capture dots on the horses. Yep. And through the CGI, you can better control the environment um, than just a soundstage. Yeah. And it's very interesting, especially with the... It's just weird. It's, it's cool that they're using video game engines. They've gotten so good that they're literally making bajillion-dollar Hollywood franchises with a fucking video game engine. Yeah. For a 90th of the prices, practical effects, and how they used to make movies. So I don't want to hear no fucking excuses, Hollywood. Pay your fucking writers. Sorry. That's true. It's cheaper than ever to make a movie now. Yeah. Like, the AI can now do the special effects. You don't have to replace the writers with AI. You can replace the fucking uh, very tedious and overworked, like, um, animators. You can at least augment their job with AI. That's all I'm saying. There's something um, about there's something about the it. difference between computer animation and hand-drawn animation. Yeah. Well, Pixar and they're still in a war with that whole thing. Well, they're bringing they're trying to bring back cartoons now. 
as far as big budget movies. But well, we, that's a different. Uh, an ep- that's a I different have no. I, I have no idea if Elemental is going to be any good or not. Can I talk about over so the top? Something over the when, top right uh, now. I'll let Scott go. One second. So, oh hey, man, got a visitor. Yeah, hey, hey Jeff. Hey Jeff, what's up? Well, go ahead, Scott. He'll, so he'll I was just thinking. Me. I was. I was seeing Tom outside work with a leveler. Oh yeah, and it just reminded me of the uh, what's that. Rick and Morty. Oh, where it's like I'm trying to level this thing. You can't level something like that, Morty. Here, let me do it. And he creates this perfectly level thing, and Morty just loses his mind. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Rick and Morty being over the top, I want to talk about John Wick Four. It's the other thing I watched recently. Over the top is an understatement. Um, <laughs> it was good. It wasn't over the top in like a, I hate this. This is a cheesy kind of way. They did a really good job of making the entire movie basically one long fight scene and also having a plot, but you don't have, like, the plot isn't overbearing. Because every time someone talks in the movie, it's very intentional, but short, but also creates a plot. I don't know how they did it. <laughs> this is It's some fucking I, magic shit. I, I don't under, know how I they... I understand it. It's like how... Korean cars are so small yet that you can fit an entire fucking football team in it. That's the magic of Keanu Reeves, bro. It's, it's something, <laughs> yeah. Dude, I don't get how they made a plot in this movie with like four fucking lines, but they did it. <laughs> they did it. Well, okay. nobody says more than 10 words at a scene, dude. It's weird. So, I don't know. It's great. Let, they, it's, 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 it's economy of scripting times a thousand. They did a great job. But the fight scenes do make up for it, too. So they're ninety minute fight scenes. Of, you're you're sitting there for half an hour, and you're like, "There's they're still on one set, and and the same fight. How did they do this? <laughs> Shout out, dude! Good job, John Wick creators. I, I know how they do it. Um, have you ever seen Samurai Jack? Yeah, there's no dialogue in that show. That's like, a good point. That's no, the actually, same thing. No, I no, didn't no, think sorry, about that. Sorry, not even not even Samurai Jack. Like Samurai Jack was a prototype. Yeah, Samurai Jack. Okay, so Gendy, Gendy Tretikowski. Yep fucking love that guy that guy give him a goddamn Genius. budget and let him make whatever the Please, fuck he wants the dude makes more. art yeah okay because he started with yeah. dexter's laboratory yeah good show oh, man which <laughs> major he, glory yeah he, he wrote all <laughs> these characters I love um that. he wrote all these characters and and did all this stuff and then the second show he did was samurai jack yeah, and he made a lot of banger dude. and he made all these decisions where he's like i don't want dark lines i want thin lines i want this to just be shapes without outlines. And then I want my protagonist to say as little as possible and I want the action yeah. to speak. I want the backgrounds to speak. And they leave your I want, imagination I want to the, fill the in soundscape the of the movie of the show to be part of the experience. Yeah. And then he made Primal. I didn't see Primal. Primal does not have spoken dialogue because it is a caveman and a fucking dinosaur. Oh my god. Okay. They don't have languages. There are noises that they make at each other, but they don't speak. And but then I think still later, a plot, I bet. But so the two protagonists communicate in another way. They don't talk. Oh, so he does everything visually and with sound, and very intentionally. Then, and then he has a new show out um, that I think is about like killing gods. Oh, and I haven't seen it yet, but I heard. <laughs> I it, bet that's. Good. I heard it's a banger. Yeah. Um, the farther he can venture away from um, like children's content he, and Cartoon Network, the better he could probably be. Um, with every content. once in a while, uh, somebody will contract him to do like a scene in a movie. Well, he did that awesome Clone Wars, Star Wars show too. He did, yeah, he did the uh, he did so, he did original... more in eight minutes than Lucas did in six fucking films. No, that's the thing though. <laughs> it's crazy. So I I talked to I actually talked to Jacob about this on Wednesday. So the original concept for Clone Wars was like this, like five minute 
bite-sized, like, these are vignettes from the Clone Wars. Like, yeah. these are things that are happening. And he spoke with Lucas about this. Because that was when George was still making, he was in between episodes two and three. And the popularity of it was so huge because people were, like, trying to tune in just to watch that. They weren't even watching the show that it was part of. Yeah, I because did. Were that was me, yeah. It was during commercial breaks. So, part two, when they come back... Um, Because they introduced General Grievous in it. And that was just the whole point was to introduce Grievous, who was going to show up in episode three. Exactly. Um, Lucas came to Gendy and said, hey, we need an actual show to, uh, we need to, like, I want to cover some shit. I want to cover the relationship between Obi-Wan and Anakin. I want to cover what Grievous is doing. I want to cover what happens. I want to cover the Battle of Coruscant, which is what's happening in the opening of episode three. Yeah. But I want to portray the ground battle. So all of this happens. And so if you watch the last half of Clone Wars, the 15-minute episodes, it is... Clone Wars the Gendy or Clone Wars Clone the Wars Gendy. Okay. Um, this is where it gets show, conflated or convoluted. Yeah, this is where it gets convoluted <laughs> because if you watch that, it explains shit that's in the movie and... Yeah. Disney doesn't want it to be canon. In like five minute episodes. There's what like how many episodes was there of the Gendy um, one? The Gendy one okay, so originally there were ten it's five very minute. short. Yeah, there were like ten there were like eight or ten five minute ones. Yeah. And then there were like six fifteen minute ones. Yeah. So altogether it's about two hours. Yep. But each bite sized episode, he did more in one five minute episode than yeah. Lucas did in six films. I don't know how he did it. He's fucking amazing. Yeah. Um professionally though, the guy Okay, so there's a scene in Iron Man 2. Okay. So you know the bit at the end with the droids where where Tony and uh and Rhodey are fighting against all the robots? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And they're doing like the they're like flying and the all that that was Gendy's work. Really? Gendy choreographed the entire sequence. Oh, and if that's you why watch it so well. if you watch the scene again, You'll see when Tony cuts them in half with the lasers, they spurt oil like in Samurai Jack. Oh, (laughs) dude, that's fucking cool. He wrote that scene, and he did it. He did it in an oriental garden. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so he wrote that entire sequence. He didn't do the fight scene between them and Whiplash. That explains why the environment was telling so much of a story story. as well as... Yeah. I didn't know that was him, and that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, Gendy... If they I let, thought that was just an accidental masterpiece of a scene. I want him to direct a Marvel movie. He should. I want him to direct a Marvel or cinematic anything. trilogy. Just give him an, give an, I give him an him, OP. Yeah, I or, want him an, I want his own IP. I want him to make a live action Samurai Jack. Cool. Oh, man, that would be cool. Which would I be don't cool. know, though, because what, what he did with Samurai Jack originally just can't be topped. It was no. just and then it he was wrote what the, it was, and that's And then it. he wrote the last season for the adult fans who grew up with the show, which yeah. the dude knew, knows how to do a send-off. Just, uh, he was just great. Even like you said, Dexter's Lab alone was just a fucking masterpiece. Yeah. And it was a goddamn kid show. It's not wasted on it, though. No. That's what's funny about it. It's really good. <sighs> I don't know, man. So He's just great. I've I've gushed on my, my stuff yeah, long enough. Yeah, we gushed a lot. It was good. We needed this episode because it's... It's a little I, bit of a palate cleanser. I've been literally like escaping from a lot of the bullshit of my own life, which I don't need to get into, but yeah. I had a lot of bullshit going on in my life right now, and... Right, Hollywood what, is uh, yet again coming through for me. It's one of the reasons why we couldn't record last week. Part of it, yeah. Well, actually, that's, last week wasn't. I'm just putting together a jungle gym. 
It's yeah. just another stressor and just another just another life. factor in. Plus, I've just been really busy. Well, I don't know what happened, but like I used to have time on my hands, and then out of nowhere, I don't, and I don't know what happened. Um, it's just weird. Everybody back to the office. They're basically, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I don't know, man. Like, think I got to thank Hollywood again. That's why we did a movie episode. It, yeah. Because uh, um, so where are we at for time? Oh, we are over an hour, and that's okay. Oh, I was God. feeling like we were getting. Yeah, on there. I feel like, <laughs> getting there. I feel like we. Like yeah, I think, but hey, we did two hours, and we haven't talked about like the meaning of the universe yet. So let's uh, <laughs> let's end it now. I think we we got a lot of angst out in the first we episode, did. and yeah, we we helped. focused really hard. Uh, we need to focus on Scott next time because oh, okay. I know Scott's you're doing your. What am I going to call it? Like, I really feel like the Black Book by Hagadon should pl- make a play. <laughs> oh yeah, he's doing his cool game. Yeah. yeah so yeah, I'm. So just you know, as a precursor or a preview of you know what next week's episode is going to be is basically I am creating a Vampire the Masquerade campaign, and it takes place in Kootenai County. Yeah. And it's be so fun. I'm so the starting time period is early 90s so mm-hmm. basically you have the hagadons you have the aryan nations you have you have you know mormons i'm gonna throw in a mob group in there so <laughs> yeah, yeah I, i'm making um, stuff <laughs> don't um, work too hard man you can use and that can, would be don't right for, don't feel bad about using chat gpt to augment some of your <laughs> writing bro and i think that would be right around the time that the meth <laughs> The meth crisis oh, in yeah. Spokane oh, yeah, yeah, started yeah. to rise started a lot. To spill over into Idaho. Yeah, because yeah. that was Post Falls is our last protection, guys. Yeah, Don't let it get here. There's a lot to there's a lot to work with with the Spokane metro area too. You've, yeah. So I'm not including Spokane into the thing. Like right, right. But so I was just just one point, and then we can end the, okay. end the episode. No, so no worries, basically, no it's just like oh yeah, in all my original plannings, I never even gave a thought to Post Falls, and then I was like. You know what? There's there's the downtown Coeur d'Alene, and some of that I'm going to say like spills over into oh yeah, you know, post, post falls, falls yeah. and I'm going to have so you know so real life Hagadon owns like 20 newspapers in the Northwest, but yeah. so but you know in the fictional Hagadon he probably owns more and has a more lockdown control of it because like the head of the Hagadon family is a like a 200 year old vampire. Sure, sure. <laughs> it so makes so much sense now. So basically careful. Like, you might be onto something real here, buddy. Well, <laughs> they're yeah. Gonna shoot you. yeah, it's, it's weird, isn't it? So, yeah. uh, so basically, <laughs> so like Hagenon can control like the media narrative and it's like, no, it's like Coeur is actually totally safe. And then any of the problems that you see happening in post falls, that's coming from, that's coming from Spokane the rival faction. And yeah. you know, there's been multiple opinions calling it Spokompton. Yeah. <laughs> Spokane that's Stan. awesome, by the way, dude. Seriously, like Spokane. Cool. I, I'm I'm invested in this in a way. So yeah, basically, like I'm gonna finish off like the chapter I'm running with you guys, and yeah. I'm hoping to have this finished, uh, or at least workable, and you know that I can introduce you guys. Yes, I would. I would add right. only one thing to the campaign because around then was like the first influx of Californians. Oh yeah, yeah. And having influences from California affecting. Not a bad uh, idea. In the mid '90s, could be an also aspect to uh, include in at least influence so the world building one, a bit. So one of the so yeah the in the game creation of this, it's kind of like you can use facts if you want, but those can more just be guidelines. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like the population of Kootenai County was like sixty thousand people in the '90s, and yeah. I'm just like, let's just 
Round that to a hundred. I've got more. Pe- <laughs> I've got more people in my asshole right now. <laughs> wow. I'm talking about the overpopulation. Yeah. Um, other yeah, things like anyways, gotten bad. So, yeah, even I think. I think that the fact so. that the casino didn't exist back then too might be a factor. Part of it. There's so, a big. There's a lot to that. But anyway, so I, that was a preview to next week's when we have a yeah. Scott's thoughts. We're gonna do a Scott's thoughts. I'm excited for that. I'm excited for your game. It's fucking cool. You're yeah. a fucking wizard, dude. So, You're the Dave Filoni of Vampire Masquerade. <laughs> I might. So I'm and I think you should stop focusing on being a congressperson and just actually like. <laughs> maybe you should turn your sights towards Hollywood and doing that because maybe it needs it. Just saying, get get a job with half uh, joking, but paradox interact. Yeah, exactly. Oh man, like, yeah. I'm paradox. half joking, but you might nail. They're it. They're a decent know. company. Like they they love their fan base shit. They're right. really good about that. I'm just saying, you got some kind of a calling here at that because I <laughs> just the idea, the concept can, is 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 um is exciting to me. So vampire the Kootenai. <laughs> so even just create a system where anybody can do their own thing with their own city. Like you don't. It doesn't well, even yeah. Like that was the thing. thing in the vamp, the Vampire of the Masquerade book. It has like, yeah, you can basically just like take your own city. You like any facts as you have is mm-hmm. just you know that's uh, you know guidelines, and then you just you just adopt it and you throw in supernatural stuff like vampires here, ghosts here, werewolves over there for some yeah. reason. Before, before I had to start Sasquatch hunting. Before I started working, <laughs> Randy was doing something similar with uh, what what system was that? Uh, Genesis. I was running a uh, Genesis system. I was yeah. running an Urban Arcana Genesis game For, that was set in Seattle. It was cool, and so, I was really had rat enjoying people it. in the uh, Seattle underground that were trying to raise a kid. I was really ground. enjoying it, but then Katie died, and then um, we lost Jeff, and then I had to get a job. So yeah, a big fuck. I lost ah, about, I lost about, half, I lost about half my team there. It was pointless to continue that one. Um, I think we could. We should probably wrap this up now. No, that's okay. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not too worried. We're having fun here, but at the same time, yeah, we're over uh, an hour and nine minutes, and yeah, I want to I want to talk about taking mushrooms and seeing God, so that's a sign to stop. (laughs) No, I'm just joking. Yeah, we're we're probably to the almost. (laughs) Well, the thing is, is we also don't have Katie here. That's how she helps guide us. On our journey. Dude, no, Katie's half the reason we start talking about metaphysics and shit. Yeah, we're... <laughs> we want you to get well, cuz. Um, we miss you, Katie. The dynamics are off. Um, we can't shut up about Marvel and Star Wars. You need to get here. Yeah. Hopefully we'll have you, <laughs> we'll hopefully sit, we'll have you back. Sitting, literally sitting over here in the corner. Poor like, Scott. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Scott. <laughs> yeah, you will fun. have your own episode next week, I promise. Okay. Because we, we we'll do make, this a lot. I'm the problem sure. is we don't have Katie taking notes right now. We're going to fucking forget. <laughs> no, we won't. It's Scott's Thoughts episode. I said it on the air. It has to happen now. Oh, yeah. If not, judge us on the Discord. <laughs> <laughs> if that doesn't happen, then it'll be an episode of Scott yelling at us. So, hey. Uh, there's hey, content this is my goddamn way. episode. <laughs> yeah, there, there's content oh. either way, and that's why you keep coming back to I, the show, right? That's why you keep coming back, right? That's why you listen to us. <laughs> also, if you're new, welcome. Uh, we are the patients running the asylums. So. We are. That's the show. Um, but I hope you were entertained. I, again, I'm Brady. I'm Randy. I'm Scott. None of that means anything because those are just names, and I hope you keep tuning in to get to know us. This yeah. is uh, this is kind of like a, a family hangout. Not a family, but like a, a friend family hangout time that you guys get to be a part of. That's true. And so uh, get up on the Discord to actually be a part of it. We're trying to interact more and more with audience that we just don't have. So we need the audience. Get in there on the Discord to talk to us. And everything we talk about in the Discord usually spills over into the show. So you get to be part of the show. Because that was the goal of the whole... That's uh, the idea of me running the the Discord. That's the goal of the Discord was to get you guys involved in our awesome hangout. Because that's the whole point of the show. Yeah. So come hang out. 
Mike Lights. It's, it's your show, too. For all of you that are already on the Discord, thank you. Please post more memes. <laughs> Can't get enough of them. Um, we love also, you. I'm yeah. trying privately to to really censor Brady. That's you that's just to. specifically for Celine. Yeah, Randy needs a paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. If I if I was getting a paycheck, my wife would be would would let me do this more often. I'm I'm laughing because it's not a joke. Randy needs a paycheck. I do. So uh, we're starting the Randy Needs a Paycheck Fund. That's right. Uh, you send your money right to me. Yeah, welcome welcome to the, the <laughs> oh God, the telethon portion. Exactly, of our, yeah, our yeah, yeah, Tune in. This has gone uh, on way too no, long. We, this outro is, is already fumbling hard and <laughs> crashing. So, well, we don't have like a script. It's true, but um, well, we the writers are on strike, man. Exactly. There's <laughs> no one to write our, our script. Our writer isn't here right now. <laughs> our staff writer is currently... Yeah. Uh, trying to recover, and I hope that she feels better soon. So, <laughs> and Chat GPT won't shut up about taking over the world. So uh, apparently, that's on strike too. So, uh, Vir- see you guys next vir- time. Try a virtual meeting instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Way to bring it week. back, Scott. Bring <laughs> Close the circuit, and around we are done. Town. You know how the internet works. Bye. Bye. This was I the show. Thanks for listening. You know how the internet works, but if you don't, check out our link tree in the description. Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Insta, China.